crown And I always had my foot in my mouth But I still like to talk So let's sit down Have another round Cause we're stroking out loud Stroking out loud Stroking out loud Stroking out loud Yeah, we're stroking out and this is Stroking Out Loud with Caleb Satterfield. Wade Brown. Hi, I'm Austin. All right. Getting right into it, boys. Yeah, yeah. Getting right into it. Anybody got any news? Should I touch on the sad news first? I didn't really know the guy personally, but when you saw what I saw, it is kind of sad. I guess I just have a big heart because I, at work two days ago, a man at the age of 53 had a massive heart attack and died. Right there on the floor. Yeah, and uh, I just want to say RIP to Steve Miller. I did not know you, but I did see you die, and that was sad. RIP, bro. Yeah, they were like giving him chest compressions. They had this machine, dude. It was crazy, and it was like fucking banging on his chest, and uh I heard the commotion, and I didn't know what was going on, and everybody else was already up out of their seat, and uh, I walked over there to see what was going on, and this guy was getting his chest pumped, and it was like pushing his chest like into his back, and he was like jolting every time, and uh, I saw two of those and was like, yeah, no, I'm going away. Like, everybody else was just gathered around him like watching, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to see this. Like, I get it's a part of the whole life and death thing, but- it's kind of fucked up to see, you know, saw lifeless the, body. Uh, I right. saw the same thing to our grandfather. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty, pretty rough, uh, but it happens. R.I.P. Steve. Steve Love Miller. You. Love your music. We're going to miss now you, Now you can fly like an eagle. Um. Yeah, I've been fortunate. Now they can call you the Joker. Or the Smoker. Or, or the, the Midnight Toker. I wonder if he plays his music in the sun. So, I have not experienced anything like that yet, fortunately. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some gory stuff. Like, when I lived in Ohio, I saw a guy get his face slashed open right there in front of the Dollar General. And uh, it was pretty gory, but he was conscious, you know? So that is good. He, did, he didn't die, but he did get his face slashed open with a knife. Yeah, I guess I have seen one gory thing, which I've already told, which was old Chinaman coming out of the woods with his eyeball hanging out after getting his fucking ass beat down jesus didn't we already i'm pretty sure i already told that i don't story. i'm i well it'll be another one later i don't feel like okay it's well i have some more news if you guys want to touch on this real quick i'm gonna go ahead and uh rattle this off and yeah, let me get my feelers on it and see if you guys can uh connect the dots of how this involves me <clears throat> and it doesn't really, really involve me, but it is pretty crazy. So this is going to be hard, Caleb. Pay attention. Sheriff Richard K. Jones reports that on November 1st, 2022, the Butler County Undercover Regional Narcotics or Burn Task Force, along with the Hamilton NPS Vice, executed two search warrants on apartments at 1147 Northwest Washington Boulevard, located in the city of Hamilton. This stemmed from a burn investigation and resulted in recovering 570 grams of fentanyl, 660 grams of meth, and 139 grams of crack cocaine. This amount of fentanyl could approximately kill 190,000 people. Edward Fox, 33 years old, of Hamilton, is charged with three counts of dr trafficking drugs and possession of drugs, all all with a major drug offender specification. And Perrier Wilson, 38 years old, of Hamilton, is charged with having weapons while having a felony. 
Is that where your dad lived? Sheriff Jay Cohn said we will keep these lethal drugs off the street and put drug dealers behind bars. Uh, all right, my, that's where I lived for over half of my life. Well, that's what I. Well, you didn't even let us guess. He bro. just guessed. Well, that's what I was getting to. Uh, yeah, it was my. Throw my the the apartment in. complex was mine. And it was mine. Is where I lived in in Hamilton, Ohio. All right, and well. uh, I lived on the nice nicer side of town. Oh yeah, I I was wondering about Hamilton. I was like, okay, I didn't realize Hamilton, Ohio. Yeah, that makes sense. Went down, dude. Had a bunch of fentanyl. That shit's crazy, dude. My dad watched it. He watched the SWAT team roll up. Twelve men, bro. He so what you're saying is, I was right. Bushes. Yeah. They were popping out of the fucking other people's apartments. It was crazy. Red team go. Red team go. Just, just like is that. there somebody in the bushes? Literally. I don't know. I don't know. Is she the, ever looked at the back of a twenty dollar bill, man? On yeah. weed. You ever looked at the back of a twenty dollar bill? On weed, man. Some crazy shit. <laughs> Doctor says I need a bacchiatum. Yeah, I would have guessed. I mean, I was wrong. Obviously, what were you gonna guess? I was gonna guess is this the fucking cop that keeps pulling your ass over? <laughs> <laughs> He's on the burn unit. He's been watching me. <laughs> no, just a guy with a bunch of drugs getting busted in my old apartment complex. And you know, I can't believe I lived there for so long and really never got any in, into any altercations at my apartment complex besides one where it was a guy in the apartment complex. I had had people come to my apartment complex and, and we've, you know, fought and whatnot before, but it's like I told them to come there. But I remember one night I was fighting with my girlfriend. You told them to come? Yeah, I said, come over here so we can mm. fight or whatever. Mm. And uh, and then they did, sometimes. But uh, I remember one time I was arguing with my girlfriend. I was at her house. It was late. It was probably like midnight. And I said, fuck this. I'm going home. So I drove to my house and I pulled into my back parking lot. And uh, she called me and was like begging me to try to come back to her house. She, with was, her. she was like, come, please just come back. And she talk. was begging and I said, you I said, no, bitch. to come. I said, no, bitch. I'm not coming back. I'm already at my house. And this whole time I had my door open. I'm like about to get out of my car. And uh, I'm, like, arguing with her on the phone, and uh, she will not get off the phone. So I finally just said, fuck this. I'm going upstairs with her on the phone. And I get out of my car and start walking towards my apartment, and this black dude was like, hey. He was sitting on the picnic bench outside. And I was like, what's up? And he's like, hey, man, who are you? Just randomly, out of nowhere. And I said, who the who am I? I was already mad, right? Yeah. And he, like, and that's the thing. Why would he say something to me? He heard me, like, screaming it, like, you stupid bitch. I'm not coming back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, who am I? I'm your worst nightmare. Motherfucker, this is my house while we're standing behind an apartment building. <laughs> I'm like, I live here, bro. This is my house. But at the time, I had lived there for like my whole fucking life. Yeah. It was my house. Was this an- I would be smoking weed in the back parking lot and somebody tried to snitch on the landlord to me once. Like about me, like there's this guy smoking, and he's like, uh, the landlord literally told the dude he needed to mind his own business. Nice, because my dad had probably given him hundreds of thousands of dollars at this point. You know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. Well, you pay money, and after oh. years and years and oh, years, right, that right. adds up, right? Rent. Yeah, you mean rent? <laughs> yeah, he had paid him over you, the allotted amount uh, of time, like a hundred grand. Dealings going no, on. I fucking wish, and then maybe we wouldn't live in an apartment complex anymore. But, yeah, it wasn't really that ghetto, and apparently in the last 10 years, it's gotten really bad. I always felt like my apartments were kind of ghetto, but it was just, it was incog-ghetto, is how I would describe it. That's kind of how these were. Like, it looks all nice from the outside in a great area, but boy, was there some mischief going on. Well, mine didn't look too nice either, but they... 
they were on the good side of town, so that's a plus. Yeah. Right. Right by the high school and whatnot. But apparently now it doesn't make a shit. Well, I would like to give a shout out to our this episode sponsor tonight with uh Cali Extracts, the latest and greatest of uh disposable vapes and your this is the Delta Eleven. So is your boy jumping on the vape train? Um, yeah. Yeah, kind they're of, nice, they're but convenient. You said I'm you trying got the Delta, out. so that's the that's the legal marijuana. Yes. Well this is a uh trifecta delta. Wow. It's got THCP plus THCH, like I'm supposed to know what those mean. Right. Plus Delta eleven. So, not no eight, not no ten. Homeboys sticking on the Single, single. Yeah, I just feel like those are all loopholes so you can get weed and smoke it legally. Hey, I, I don't make the shit. Well, sir, this is a I THC. Just buy it. This is THCP+. I just plus. buy it. Okay? So, it's legal. So, thank you, Cali Extracts, for your smacking grape ape indica. It's pretty good so far. Hell yeah, dude. Why don't you get a little uh, rippy little... doodad off that? Yeah, it feels nice. Feels rigid. Yeah, that was uh, from your recommendation right there at our local Wranglers. Did you see anything cool when you went in there? Uh, like maybe business card or something? No, I wasn't looking. Oh, yeah, I laid a business card out at that vape. Every oh, vape wait, store I saw I him in to. the trash. No, she threw Shut no. the fuck up. <laughs> no, I didn't She must have just did that. Yeah. No, Wranglers is the shit. I think it's hilarious how um, those guys are running that store. Both the gas station and the smoke shop, and it's got like the most Texas country name of them all, and it's, uh, it's a it's a Haji store. Yeah, that's what they do, man. Uh, I got a, an account up in Caleb, an account up in Fort Worth called American Auto Tech, and you can uh, only imagine that he's not American. Yeah, he's a BB. Holly, mama, Holly, BB. Hello, my friend. Hello, Papa. You got, got to punch, punch it before you munch it. You got to work it. Before you check it. This is American on the So, yeah, thank you for your sponsorship. Hell yeah. Anything from you, sir? Because I can keep going. All right. So, tonight, after all the batting eyelashes I've given and the super sexy <coughs> grins and uh, the list goes on, the Night Shack Guard Lady finally gave me a little something-something in return, being that. She's like, my computer's down, but it's okay. I can't forget that beautiful face. And she's like, she move on, to swear to God. And I was Damn. like, yeah, buddy. My well, sweet, delicious silver fox. Wade, I'd hate to break it to you, but when I came through, I spit my game, too. No, you better mm -hmm. step off, bro. No, I just told her that uh, she made a good choice in picking her Honda CRV. Mid-2000s, she said it has 230000 on it, baby, and it's cruising still. She's like, I don't want to talk about cars. Beat it, nerd. No, she, she, dude, she went on and on and on. What are you talking about? You should have, you fucked up by not bringing up her car this whole time. Shit. Like, she literally was like, well, I want to get a Ridgeline next, but they used to be 25 and now they're 40. And I'm like, Joe Biden, right? Ridgeline? I got to get a Ridgeline? Mm -hmm. Okay. Ridgeline. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Take it right there. I appreciate it. Get the newer ones that are all-wheel drive because she needs it for hauling. And the older ones, the first generation ones they came out with, they made a truck front-wheel drive. You've been talking to her? How do you know more about me? About this her this is all the conversations we had this oh this trip. This 
little way, gate way entrance. Way to steal my thunder, bro. I thought I thought I was getting some game. She over said here. like four words to you, and we had a whole whole conversation. She called me beautiful. Yeah, she did not say anything. like First, that she either. called me ugly, and then she said I could read good. Yeah, she wasn't she wasn't about that life. We were just talking uh, Honda gang. Yeah. I told her, like, the wife has a, an accord, so now she knows I'm married. But she did say that she liked Mexican cornbread, so. I especially love that lack of ring on her hand. That's cool. I would consider that kind of scary at her age, bud. Not at all. So. He pro- she's probably a widow. She's just. Fucking perfect. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. I'm going oh, for your wife, bro. up. <laughs> Actually, he was in the middle of a divorce. Oh, yeah. That's got to be her, man. Might have been the onset uh, of the massive heart attack. But I don't know. The fact that she's this old and single kind of sounds like she might be crazy. So use the dental dam. That's what you're saying. Because she's Uh, been around. Well, not necessarily. But like if she's not married and she's this old, then she might be crazy. Like she might have already been in relationships and they've all failed because she's nuts. It's a possibility. We could go round and round. Maybe she's just a sweet Southern belle, and she's attracted to these bad boys, and now she sees me, and I'm like the complete opposite. Not tall, fit, and handsome. Right. And so she wants to change it up. Fat. See what could happen there. And I guess handsome. She did call me uh, beautiful. Yeah. So. Well, you know, you might have a shot, dude. And the fact that, you know, she's older and she knows that you're gunning for her, it probably gives her a real big boost of confidence. Yeah, just don't bring me up. She's I like, need you to be my my intel. I'll you be know? your competition, bro. No, no. Mm-hmm. No. I can't have that. You're looking too good right now. You All your hard work on your diet's really paying dude, off. Dude, I'm almost 50 pounds now. That's amazing, bro. Yeah, I'm keep it, well, keep it up. That's the hard part. Well, yeah. Yeah, I well, it's I started a, in March. It's a lifestyle. I started in March and I was two ninety three, biggest I've ever been, and I got down to like two seventy, two seventy six or something, and then I went off of my diet just fucking randomly. I think I, I think something happened, and I was like, "Fuck it" for one night, and then it's just a slow downhill roll from there. You, just, <laughs> you keep saying "fuck it," and then. I got all the way back up to 288, and I was like, Jesus, I'm almost back to where I started. I know. We need to put a rope on that soap. Yeah. Because it's slippery. I don't get it. When you say, I'm pushing it off, I'll start soon, that's a slippery bar of soap. What I learned is to to not say fuck it. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's always how I'd I'd be like, oh, just fuck it. It's just a little piece of chocolate. Yeah, fuck it. And then it just gives you <laughs> it's just a whole cake. more excuse. Yeah. Well, that's what it ends up as. You're like, oh, well, I ate that piece of chocolate, so it's already ruined. I might as well just gorge for four days. <coughs> I know it all too well, brother. Yeah. Yeah. So there, that was almost some good news for me, but then I realized I was undermined by a true um, player. So. <laughs> Dude, I told uh, her I had a Caleb, wife. Caleb, you got anything to <laughs> I, add? I told her I had a wife, dude. <laughs> no? Okay, I'm going to keep rolling. I'm going to keep rolling. So, um, back in July, I had a friend stay with me for about a week, and we wound up going to the Acton Nature Center for a little woodland stroll. And uh, have you all ever been there before? Well, for those... Okay. So, for those who don't know, it's over there in Acton, part of town. And it's a nature walk, you know, it's woods, it's trails, it's whatever. So in the deepest depths of the heaviest woods that it provides, there's a bridge with a bench on it and everyone's carved something in it. So me and my friend carve our names into it. And uh, for some reason, there's a mailbox out there. 
There's some bird houses in the trees. Oddly placed. And then you keep going a good ways. And uh, off in the, on the edge of the property, you can tell because there's a fence. There's this opening. And there's like, in all, a 12-foot structure. 12-foot by 8-foot hut that someone has built out of fallen branches and debris and whatnot. And when you first look at it head on, I'm not going to fucking lie. I haven't seen a more creepier type structure in my fucking life. Not in movies, not in anything. And so we're super weirded out at this point. And uh, there's carvings all within the hut. And there's a nice little log. There's a nice log placed in there. So obviously for sitting or we came to the conclusion it's a back of the woods fuck hut you know mike and the boys whatever and so that inspired my friend and i to write a screenplay for what we'd experienced and we keep talking about it we keep talking about it it's been since july and uh shout out to rob zombie he's gonna be our producer for it and uh so we finally started it like on halloween night we went over there i went over to their place for scary movie night supposed to be b-rated scary movie night that was the specific and uh so what do they put on they put on the new fucking mask movie with the killing for a night what is that shit uh killing's legal for the day fucking purge the purge so they put on the new purge and I was like, one, this isn't B-rated. And two, I, w- this, I wouldn't consider Purge a horror. It's a thriller. It's like a thriller slasher. I wouldn't consider it horror, personally. Anyways. Slasher. Yeah. So um, so we got some bullshit notes written down, right? Um, maybe, maybe 30 words. 30, 50 words in note. But I'd like to tell everybody now and take this moment how much fucking Austin blows. And, uh... He definitely has I'm, been clicking that mouse away. All I'm hearing I, over here I'm, is to click, click, I'm click, I'm very click. worried with our cord not being, you know, <sighs> up to par that he may just brush it and we just lose everything. We lose everything. Yeah. Is there a save as we go button? There is. And I he maybe he's been clicking it the whole time. <laughs> and that's what I'm hearing? May, no, I don't may, think so. I, I Austin. highly doubt it. Fuck you. So yeah, anyways, um, we got these notes written down for our movie, right? And uh, all this time, she asked me, have you been working on it? Have you been working on it? Like, no, no, no. So we put it together, and then the other night, I spent like four hours on it. And I got 800 words in. Yeah, it's quite a bit. Standard standard college essay is only 500. I'm pretty impressed. So I sent that to her, and she was like blown away. In like very in a very flattering way, I was very flattered because she is an avid reader. Like legitimately, would rather do that than watch most stuff. So then I, because she was so excited about it, I decided to keep going, and now I'm like just under fourteen hundred words. In. Wow! Yeah, I've put a total of about seven hours into it, and I just read the whole thing to my mom, and it's called the Hut, or just Hut. Makes makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm just about I don't know I'm probably another 
few hundred words till we get till I get to the hut part of it. But the whole climactic part, I've just got to where like everything changes. It's obviously a horror story. I don't know if you guys have gathered that, but we're we're making a horror movie. Does it scare you as you're writing it? I swear to God, dude, I swear to God. I'm not a scary movie guy for one reason. That's why I asked. And everyone knows. But I shit you not, that first night that I put four hours in, I did spook myself a little bit. I was. (laughs) Like, I kept hearing shit, dude. I kept hearing shit. Hello? I'm going out the door. Hello? And I locked the fucking doors, and I never do that. I got to keep them open as a single man, because, uh... If they, no one hears from me for a couple of days. I got to be able to come in and get my fucking bloated corpse, you know? Right. So, <clears throat> no, I locked them hoes because I, <laughs> I was a little scared. So, it's not, obviously not like a slasher style horror film. It's like a no, eerie. No, it's a, it's a psychological a, <clears throat> thriller no, movie. It, it's possession related. Oh. Yeah, we're going possession. <clears throat> okay. We both, between the two of us, agreed. Like, one, it was going to be a horror movie, and two... That we think that demonic type things are the scariest of the horror genre and personal preference. So, so is there a good twist somewhere in it at all? Or I think that's kind of I think that's kind of where I'm at right now. I think I just started the twist, and uh, everyone knows it's here. Like I've I've led up to it, and everyone knows what's just happened. And now shit's about to get real fucking real. Right. You know? So yeah. I'm really excited, dude. Like I haven't had anything like artistically expressive in that way in a long time. I've always wanted to collaborate in like a story or musically or anything like that. And this podcast is definitely the closest thing that I've ever done in that relations to my whole life, you know, but since a kid, I've wanted to do more it's, collaborations. It's kind of cool that you brought that up because I have something that's close to this. Oh, please. That I wanted to talk to all of us about, but I don't know if it's something I want to put on a podcast. Oh, okay. It's well, something that I would have to speak to y'all. In private. Yes. Off air. Off air. Okay. Well, I'm glad you mentioned it. Now I can be thinking about that this whole time. It's in your notebook there? No. Oh. What you got going on over there? Just stuff you've already talked about. Oh, okay. Just taking notes. Yeah. So anyways, I'm super excited about Hut and uh, this old Jabba is going to make it fucking awesome. I think I've been to that part of the Acton trail that you're talking about i know i've been to the bridge the wooden bridge yeah it's got a small creek now this hut you're talking about is it nearby the bridge it's about a hundred and fifty yards it, does it does it have an opening is it a doorway and then an opening on the other side kind of like a big window no okay so i was at a different hut so in i the can nature show you trail. so she asked me hey you got pictures of the hut and i was like no i don't this was just the other night when I sent her the first draft and she was like, me neither. We got to get some. And I was like, next time I'm on that side of town, I'll go get some. So I went and walked it today and I went and got a bunch of pictures. Yeah. Get you a little workout in, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, bro- I broke a sweat. Work out sure. them thighs, baby. Yeah. Thighs of thunder. So let me find a good one here that could, I think this one's kind of the most eerie, maybe. I I like the nature trail here. I mean, it's something. The woods I'm used to. Oh, man. Somebody built that thing. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, so just obviously. It does look. It reminds me of like some Blair Witch type shit. That's what I'm saying. And that's the vibe we totally had. And then it's like, who's putting these fucking birdhouses up out here? You you could do way better than Blair Witch, man. Oh, we intend to. So, but it definitely had that vibe. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I can tell by looking at it. Yeah. Did you look at it? I did. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, Yeah, I don't. 
I didn't uh, wasn't a huge fan of the Blair Witch, but I no. can see how like you would want the the vibe is there. Yeah, the ending was just fucking junk. Right, it's very. And it was a B like B movie. They filmed it in some patch of woods. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's totally where our budget's at. <laughs> yeah. Well, they made so, it to the big screen, yeah, so yeah. I saw that oh, movie man. in theaters it's, for somebody's birthday. I believe it still holds the record. Caleb Blair's. <laughs> yeah, I was with Caleb. What a witch. Yeah, and I was a I was a young was child. Yeah. I was a young child, and the movie sc- did not scare me one bit. Yeah, I was, I, uh, I was not scared. I immediately hated it because one, <clears throat> to my knowledge, it was the first movie ever recorded in that um, point of view, like that handheld ca- camera type shit. You mm-hmm. know, not a fan of that whatsoever. And. Uh, Let's see what else I can say about it. Yeah, it's very similar premise as far as, like, a group of kids out in the woods and some shit happens, you know? Now, I agree with both of you that that, that movie sucked. Yeah. But uh, I I hear and read a lot about how that movie is, like, one of the best horror movies. Oh, well. I thought it was trash even as a kid. Those people need to be shot. Do you guys remember the first movie you saw like when you were a kid that scared like really scared you let me maybe but let me just finish by saying that i think that blair witch still holds the record for the largest profit of any movie Mm. from budget to profit that that kind of makes sense first scary movie yeah first time you remember seeing him like a part of a movie or a scene when you were younger i absolutely know my gosh i'm scared and i'm so fucking embarrassed to to (laughs) to say it yeah but like in a cool way because the movie's fucking cool as fuck and i love it now but it was the scene when everybody starts to change in from dusk till dawn (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so when all the vampires i start love coming that up, scene i know the movie's fucking fantastic now you know that i'm not five years old i literally just turned five we just wow. got back we just moved from san diego to denver and uh that's probably we, about how old i was there was like boxes all everywhere like our t- i remember our tv sitting on a box you know what i mean <clears throat> so yeah we arrived in denver on my fifth birthday may 10th 1995 i don't uh I don't remember the name of the movie that scared me, but I remember the the two memorable scenes for me. I think there might have been, there was a another third part, but you guys might know this movie just by me describing it. So, the opening scene, they're at some house. <clears throat> it's like a big mansion, like a haunted house kind of, and they're like house sitting for somebody, some famous person, I think. In the opening scene, there's a little party at this house, and a guy's playing the violin, and one of the strings snaps and hits this fucking girl in the eye, dude, mm, and, like, nice. stabs her in the eyeball, and uh, it's basically the premise is, like, this house is cursed, and uh, I just remember, like, her then, like, ru- it, like, shows her busting, getting her eyes fucking stabbed, and she's like, ah, and then it, like, cuts, and then the next scene is, like, them, like, her, like, carrying her to the car and she's got a wine glass under her eyeball and there's just blood leaking into this wine glass i thought that was pretty trippy i was like whoa and then there was like some scene where this girl was laying in a bed and uh like a lion showed up or some shit and then this face came through the fucking ceiling and was like right here in her face and that's like the only thing i remember but i remember it, it was i saw the movie in theaters so that was probably like another reason because like so much noise and shit and I was five years old. 
but it scared the living piss out of me. I remember like screaming in the movie theater and my mom trying to like calm me down. I was with my mom, so. I don't remember that one. And then the other thing that scared me that I can't remember, but I was like older, like seven or eight, fucking twisted back lady, Pet Cemetery. I was going to oh, say, yeah, I was going to say Pet Cemetery, maybe. I can't remember. The, She's the equivalent. The specific scene about the girl's sister who had the I, twisted back. I was agree. The one we where talked I was like, about that. Yeah. And I may have even said that. That, to me, that scene was the equivalency to the old lady in The Shining. Yeah, dude. Where she's, like, coming down the stairs. <clears> like, <throat> I think she just got out of the bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say probably Pet Cemetery, but I don't exactly remember the first one that really scared me. Right. But I, my guess was Pet Cemetery. Yeah, it was a trippy movie, man. Definitely. Now, out, I don't know why. Maybe because they... They had their cheesy moments. Uh, it was a big thing back then, but Hollywood loved their fucking one-liners, you know, between the 80s and 90s. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, like, the Freddy and Jasons and all that shit. Yeah. I always <clears throat> th- th- felt, personally, as a kid in the age that I am, that it was, like, B-rated. Because they'd always, like, especially Freddy, he when would it, always say something cheesy well, Freddy, a lot of times, you know? Freddy was, yeah, he he had a lot of comic relief in the way he talked. Yeah, yeah. well, he was the scariest one to me. Visu- Out of all the visually, slashers, yes. I was most scared of Freddy. I agree. His face. And whenever, because it's like a whole, you can't go to sleep thing, and the first time I ever saw a yeah. Freddy movie was at my friend's house. And it was nighttime, and we were, like, getting ready to go to sleep, and I remember, like, the movie ending, and he was already asleep, so I was, like, all scared, and I had to just, like, watch, let the credits roll through, like, see, that that's who played that person, and it's all fake. He's and, just, he's a, uh, it's a real? movie. Yeah. It's just a movie. If nice. I go to sleep, Freddy's not going to kill me. And nice. I, I also I like feel that. like watching that as a child, I don't get most one-liners as a child. Right. So I agree. He could have said yeah. anything. It wouldn't have fucking made a shit like, to me. Oh, I, I'm still scared. Yeah, exactly. I'm still scary. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. There was one movie that my brother really liked, and he watched. There was no getting away from it. You know, like we shared the TV. We just had two totally different tastes. Like if it wasn't Steve Irwin for Carson, then it was some kind of sci-fi horror or something like that. Just sci-fi or horror. And mine was like always cartoons, <laughs> you know, but um, or like if we rented movies, it would be like, we're watching the scary one first so we can end it with a bug's life. So Wade can go to sleep. That, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if he's 13. He needs hey, to watch. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what nobody says. A bug's life was a killer flick. Hell yeah, it was. Yeah, actually. I'll take fucking A Bug's Life over Honey, I Shrunk the Kids any day. I'm sorry. Well. I knew you guys, I knew somebody was going to argue me on that. I was going to say, I do like A Bug's Life. It is a good movie. I wish my daughter would watch it with me. Yeah. I love A Bug's Life. Actually, I think your daughter, I did the uh, Fat Caterpillar's voice. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I I do. You all look like little ants from here. (laughs) Yeah, I can see you all. Look at time. I'm a beautiful butterfly. (laughs) But I did that voice and she had no idea. She's like, what's that? I'm like, you've never seen a bug's life? No, she didn't didn't want to watch it with me. What what it'll take is a friend of hers to want to watch it. And then she'll watch it and be like, why haven't we ever watched it? So a bug's life has the best bloopers at the end of the movie. Oh, yes. Yeah, where they have all the animation bloopers. That is funny. And I absolutely loved the chess game before the movie with the old man in the park. He's playing The Pixar, the short. Yeah, Yeah, the Pixar short. Where he's playing against himself. Yeah. Yes. They had that uh, right before the original Toy Story. Oh, did they? that short in there, yep. That same one? 
same one. Oh well, maybe I'm mixing them up, but I'm pretty sure that Bugs Life had a short. It might have been on. It might have been on that too. Maybe it, maybe it. Maybe I'm wrong. But I appreciate those. Kind of like how Ice Age when Ice Age came out, everyone was like most excited to see what Scrat was gonna do before the movie started. You know. Well, no. let me let you in on a little secret. Do you have Disney Plus? No. <sighs> Dude. Well, but you it's can watch, cheap enough. You can it's watch, cheap enough that I can consider getting it. You it's can go like to the bucks. Pixar section and select their shorts, and you can watch all those shorts. Oh, cool! Even the old man with the chest. I watched it a couple years back when I first got Disney Plus. Nice. I also want to say that somehow I look back at it. I mean, it was super cool that my dad did it at the time. But looking back at it, I'm like, "You idiot! You blew it!" Being, I convinced him to dub over the blockbuster rental of A Bug's Life over some childhood memories of, like, my third birthday party or something. You wanted, you wanted A Bug's Life? I was life. like, I don't care. I don't care. He's like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> then, he should have been like, no, you dumbass. And then so when that. we pop that VHS in, it's like birthday party and then just straight to the chest <laughs> That's <game>. pretty awesome. <laughs> and my mom was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean, she was pissed. Oh, she was. I can't believe he he did that. Yeah, but I told her. She's like, I don't care. My dumb. He should have known better. <clears throat> One time, I used to listen to this radio station all the time when I was a kid. Eighty-nine-five WHSS Hamilton, Cincinnati. And the only time, the only reason I listened to it is because they played good music, <clears throat> and it was ran by the high school. It was an alternative rock radio station, and they would have an educational hour-long seminar thing on the radio station every Tuesday. So it was considered an educational station <clears throat> ran, ran by the school. So in the summer times, they didn't have any high school disc jockeys or anything on the air. So it was literally nonstop music all summer long because it was commercial free because there was it was an educational station. It was a loophole, dude. So all that would happen is like every three songs, it'd say 89.5 WHSS, Hamilton, Cincinnati, music or commercial free radio. Boom, bro. Like just right back to badass music. And the coolest thing about it was I would find out all the badass new songs that were about to blow up before anybody else because the high school kids ran the station. They got to choose the music. All they had to do was show it to the teacher. He would listen to it, approve it, put it on the air. And they obviously were like the hip people. They're young kids. Right. They know what they like, and that's what gets big. So they would know every, like, people would be like, oh, dude, have you heard this new song? And they, like, turn it on and be like, dude, I've been listening to that for four months. It's been on 89.5. Pop, pop, and drop it. On the radio. Pop, pop, and drop it. <clears throat> well, it was rock, dude. It oh, was right, rock. Right, there bad. was no bullshit. It was rock, alternative rock, yeah. classic rock, whatever. It was just rock music. <clears throat> and when I was 11 years old, there was a DJ, a high school DJ. She wanted somebody to bring her a Sunday, and I lived right by the school in those very same apartments. And uh, McDonald's was right down the street. And my dad was like, "Dude, I'll give you a couple bucks. You go ride your bike up there, get her a Sunday, and take it to the school." And he's like, "Call her first, and like make sure it's all good, and like get the room number and all that." So I call her up, like, "Hey, I'll, I'll bring you a Sunday, you know?" And she's like. Oh, that would be awesome. Will you really? I'm like, yeah. Well, you know, what's the room number? She's like, J109, come on through. And so I rode my bike up to McDonald's, got our Sunday, show up. I show up to this classroom that has uh, three separate studios in it. <clears throat> and there's glass dividing damn, them. So. Damn, you school fancy. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So she she uh, she put me on the radio station, dude. 
And I, my dad knew, like, she's probably going to put them on. So he was listening. And yeah, she was like, so how old are you? And I was like, 12? <laughs> you know, I was 12 years old on, on air on this radio station that I had been listening to since I was seven. <coughs> and uh, <clears throat> I was pumped about it. And I was like, man, this is what I want to do. And then that's why I got into broadcasting arts when I went to high school. But the cool the thing, thing that I'm getting to is my dad recorded it on a tape cassette. Like he, you know, pressed record like on an old school boombox, and he recorded me on the fucking radio. Oh, sweet! On tape man. cassette, so yeah. I we had that whole little bit when I was twelve years old, and it was, you know, I was just like, yeah, I brought her a Sunday, and I'm twelve, and she's like, when's your birthday? And I'm like, January, and she's like, so what do you like to do for fun? I was like, ride my bike and play. I play. I my dad teaches me how to play guitar. So it was just me being a stupid kid, but it was still cool. Yeah, absolutely. You know, not many 12-year-olds can be like, yeah, I've been on the radio waves and, you know, heard by hundreds of people. Did yeah. you, did uh, y'all record the audio My, of Bugs Life over that? I made a super <laughs> hot mixtape and recorded over it. No, and you did I swear to God. Oh, I made man. like a summer music. It's I compiled, made a bunch of mixtapes yeah, and, uh, yeah, realized that I had recorded over my recording from when I was 12. That's I, at the so time, I was like 15, just wanted to make a cool tape, you know? So, yeah, I was bummed about it, but it was my own damn fault. My dad wasn't there to stop me like yours dad was. Uh, he, he was not either. I just learned that they're making Evil Dead 2. Another Evil Ooh. Dead coming out. I'm so fucking happy, dude. It's not very often I'm so critical that I can applaud a director or writer, for that matter, that does a fantastic sequel from a great movie from a long time ago. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and um, for those who don't know, Evil Dead uh, is like a mid-80s, maybe? Yeah, and then the second one is like Rise from the Ashes or no, something. No, no, it's Evil Dead 2, mm. and then it's Army of Darkness. Yes, that's what it is. And that's the three old school ones. Yep. And then just whenever, whatever year it was, within the last 10 years, they came out. I think it was like 2016. Yeah. And yeah. it was, so it was kind of B-rated. The, the the old ones were kind of B-rated. And they didn't, when they first made, I have the collector's editions of these movies. So in the special features, they talk about how the first movie was not supposed to be comical whatsoever. It wasn't to me. The first one was not, but I did watch it when I was very young. I did too. And I think. I think that that movie did scare me because I think I watched it when I was very young. I watched it late at night by myself. Yeah. Okay. See, that was a problem. You're by yourself. So I could usually get through a lot of these things that Carson wanted to watch. Um, and dude, don't, I'm not even trying to front. I do the pillow technique often. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, cause I can hear anything. I did but, that with Jeeper Creepers. But I, I can't young. see it. Once I see it, it's burned in there yeah. to where like, I'm not sleeping good. It helped when Carson would laugh or anybody would laugh at things. I'm like, this is funny. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. We're, everything's okay. <laughs> I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Quinn and Natasha. And they named their first kid Ash after the character in Evil Dead. That's pretty cool. damn. Right on. Yeah. But uh, they, they just killed it. They So this new movie release in 2016 or whatever, the Evil Dead remake, was legitimately a fucking awesome movie i agree I mean, and it was scary like, they did they, really good with it it was actually scary i mean obviously in comparison but it's it was way better done than most horror big budget horror movies they put out a lot of the time right. i was wrong 2013 yeah so 10 years yeah 
But anyway, so that's fucking cool, dude. Ten years later, like, they've had a lot of time. So the next one is called Evil Dead Rise. Oh, okay. Rise, so maybe that's, that's where I Because I, 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 I mentioned it to you the other night. Because, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, they came out with the show. The uh, show was Ash, great. Ash the show was fucking good. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to get the Necronomicon bo- box set. Yeah, you know, yep. That I'm a big enough fan that I would buy that collector's item. But um, <clears throat> I didn't watch much of the show. I saw a few episodes. The show is fucking good. I, I heard it from reliable sources who have similar tastes. They all say the same thing, for sure. They agree. And the reason that Bruce Campbell thinks that it failed is because it was aired on Stars Network. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, well, he, you know, it's just not a popular network when it comes to shows. Yeah. Uh, that was like... That was the show that Stars was trying to like be become like a popular station for shows. Yeah. That was the one they started, like one of the first ones they started with. Yeah, they're like, "Oh man, we got to get with it, guys." Yeah. We we were okay. We were cruising in the 90s, but uh <laughs> Yeah. Now HBO's putting out all these fucking powerhouse fucking shows. I thought and dude Stars was well, from what I recall, HBO wasn't all that great to me as a kid. Oh, I loved HBO. <laughs> I love HBO now. Oh, I do too. I mean, literally, man. The <laughs> it's the best stream. Like they though. showed adult movies, and but that was about it, right? I, I mean, they showed they actually showed the nudity. Yeah, they did. Yeah, movies. they did all that. Like, yeah. That was the well, they had the comedy specials and shit. I I just thought HBO was so great. Maybe I will just, say, man, I didn't get to grow up with like I didn't grow up with that stuff. I only had it illegally. So, funny story. I didn't have the cool cable with the fucking giant guide. I had basic cable, but I got it illegally because... The basic? Yeah, like one channels one through 64. Yeah. Right? But then you... whatever. But you got that illegally or you got... I did get that illegally, but it was uh, in spurts because what had happened was my dad got with a girl in the apartment complex and she hooked her cable up illegally. So when she got with my dad, she's like, let me hook you up, boy. She went out there and hooked his cable up, right? And everything was good and cruising. And uh, then then they would get in fights and uh, I would be watching TV and then all of a sudden, next thing you know... And my dad would just walk up on the balcony and like come outside and be like, bitch... Turn that shit back on. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So my son was watching something. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. It was, Not for me. <laughs> I had cable Not every once in a off, while. Please. Right? Yeah. Shit like that, dude. Literally just sitting there on the floor, you know, hands in my face, and el- uh, elbows on the ground, laying on my stomach, enjoying my show. Um, Dad, so, like, they're having a marathon tonight, <laughs> and I was, like, wondering so if maybe you could she, throw that D. Uh, goes to sleep. Can you go back down there and uh, do the dang thing? Oh, he knew how to do it. She taught uh, him his way. He ways. finally got savvy because yeah. it had happened so much. Red wire, so blue said, wire, hot wire. He said, I'm going to go down there and finger it out. If this, if this lady can do it, so can I. Yeah, I'll figure and, it uh, out to you. Uh, <laughs> another, uh, since we've been talking about movies and stuff, uh, I was disappointed to find this out. I, I'm kind of happy, but disappointed at the same time because I didn't realize that it had already released. Okay. <clears throat> But Clerks 3 is out. Oh, shit. I saw the trailer for it, and it, it was a long trailer. It's out. I, all I did was see the trailer. I know. I thought, well, they did. Just by the trailer, I was like, this is probably going to be pretty good. I ran across it the other night, and I was like, holy shit, how did I not know Clerks they, 3 had come out? Dude, they did so much fucking promotion for Clerks. Or no, wait. That Jay was, and Silent that Bob. Jay and Silent yeah. Bob. Reboot. Yeah. And I did watch that as soon as it came yeah, out. They yeah, they did a lot of promotion for that. 
So I guess yeah, Clerks much three. Like I didn't Clerks. even Clerks three was something that he had been talking about forever, and I was just like, it's gonna happen. I love but how when. it's like aware of itself too. Like yeah. in the trailer, I could tell like the movie was like aware of itself. You know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean because I you, haven't seen it. It's like well. It's, they mentioned something about Jane and Silent Bob, yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, we gotta have him back. It's the third, it's the third installment, or whatever, you know." Huh? Yeah, it's like they, it's like they know Jay and Silent Bob are part of the Clerks, and they mentioned it in the trailer. Like, yeah, we got. They're like talking. Uh, about, the they're movie. talking about the movie uh, in, in the, the trailer. Mo- in the yeah. movie, yeah. yeah. I got gotcha. you. I feel you now. <laughs> Smelling what you're stepping in. All so, right. Yeah. I'm, and so. they did. They did well on Clerks too. Clerks like, too. I thought was, was really good. Yeah, that was a box office hit. Yeah. So, yeah, that surprises me that none of us have heard about fucking Clerks 3. It just, it was just out. I was, I clicked on it the other day. I, st- I watched like the opening credits, but that was it. If I had to guess, much love to them boys out there. I love what you do and have done, but they probably didn't do well on Reboot, is my guess. It wasn't very good. Yeah, it's the... Bl- my least favorite one for sure well he has a cult following so i'm sure he still did fine which one silent yeah. bob yes yeah and kevin smith yep um so yeah he does but he also has uh money revenue from other things like his com stand up yeah and, yeah. yeah i mean but it, that's why it probably didn't do bad well, it's because he was able to mm. fund it no it was because he has so oh, many fans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if they come out with that Clerks movie and uh, <laughs> they redo the scene uh, where Jay did the goodbye horses, like uh, with yeah, the jacket, that's Jay and Silent Bob. I don't care. Okay, I'd I'd see that redone in a movie again because I thought it was so. Funny. Oh, dude, it was fantastic. I mean, that... who was he? He was impersonating the fucking guy that Buffalo, Buffalo Bill. Bill yeah. Yeah. Thank God, the guy I never remember his fucking name. Would but, you fuck me? <laughs> but, would, dude, that's such a good hard. fucking scene, man. Yeah, I think that was the move. That was, without a doubt, the movie that made Tucking It Back cool. You know what I mean? Did you know that? Everybody tucked after that. Okay, so you know <laughs> you know the song, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is I don't a, know the, the is it, band. Is it a guy or a girl that's singing? I would have... It's oh. a soft song, but, I mean, with it's that a girl. question... Oh, okay. Isn't Garvey or something like that? I don't know. I'm falling, falling, falling back to you. Whatever he says. I don't know what that Goodbye, well. horses. Uh, I'm crying you. over you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, sorry. I don't know the fucking Buffalo Bill song as good as you. I have it on my phone. <laughs> let's let's uh, he edit tucks that, regularly. Edit it in right now. Yeah. I was I was tucking before I saw that movie. Yeah, I was tucking before it was. Cool. I, I was. I was playing that and song, then, tucking, doing doing all that. And then the follow up movie. What do you think I was for Halloween, dude? Yeah. The follow up movie to Lock Which In. Which is actually somebody I thought about being for Halloween next week, next year. Buffalo, Buffalo Bill, Silent Bob. <laughs> You're gonna have to cut your we're, hair and dye it. We're both on I might dye it, but he has long hair. Straighten it. And most of yeah, his in most of his longer, films. Huh? Dye and straighten. Yeah, I would it's straighten it and dye it. Yeah. And it's, get a it's, yeah. backwards hat. Yep. Yeah, uh, get yes. a backwards and, and the trench coat. Like a black hat. The or trench stuff. coat's gonna be the hardest. No, that he sells it online. Oh on he his sells it like in a replica? Yeah. That's cool. I bet it's not cheap. It's not. Good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to get a duster, but my build isn't very complimenting <laughs> for such a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> you sure did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They'd so, be like, well, look at that lampshade walking down you were, the street. 
So what were you going to say just a second ago? Uh, so the second movie that locked in, socially locked in the tuck for guys was Waiting. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was a fantastic yeah, yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a and really that, good movie. I would go as bold as saying that's more of a scary movie than fucking <laughs> goddamn He's like, yeah, dude, purge. you not comfortable with your sexuality? You think we're all gay here? And it pans to him, and he's, like, squeezing on his nipples with his shirt up in the air. God, he was such a so, fucking... I worked at a restaurant when that came out, and uh, it was Sonic, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody was doing the fucking bat and goat to each other. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, oh, you yeah. can imagine mm. with Papa Sass working there. He's <laughs> shitting in other guys' yeah. pants. Yeah, he's I like, I just want to imagine this it. stuff's adolescent. I mean, like, you know, we know it's a movie right, and all, and yeah. I could see, like, big restaurant, like, restaurants. No yeah. offense to fast food no, Sonic. It's, yeah, yeah. But, like, I could see it, especially if, like, everybody had kind of all worked there for a long time, like how they did in the movie. It's like everybody had been there for a while and yeah. they were all comfortable with each other. I could see it, but, like, well, we just, were a bunch I, of juggalos. Since Amanda works at Sonic, like, I know they have, like, new people in all the time, and you guys are just like, oh, you're new? We gotta break this guy in, and it's just like the movie. They don't say a word. They're trying to get a word in edgewise, and that you just keep interrupting them and showing them your dick. Yeah. So. I, I haven't seen it in a long time. I just remember that's that. the that's the whole movie yeah. though. They, yeah, he's they're like they keep asking they bring him in, questions. They bring in like a trainee kid. Oh, I don't and, remember yeah. that. And they part. they're telling him how everything works, and the whole time they're like, "So how are you liking it so far?" And he's like, "Whoa!" And then somebody Someone else, else says starts something. Talking, yeah. or, and then at the very end, Dude. he finally gets his revenge. Yeah. Dude, I, this just reminded me that uh, on the on our like high school, or no, it was just Facebook, but I think it was right after the, our high school reunion. Um, somebody had posted like. I just found, oh, dude, well, they're like, I just found the Wade's doppelganger or whatever, and it was uh, Andy Milanakis from that movie <laughs> when he had the Oh, uh, yeah, when he had the dreads. spider dreads. Yeah. Very yeah, and specific. they were huffing fucking uh, Cool Whip in the fucking- uh, By the ready. dumpster. Yeah. Well, they, they did the it in the freezer. Yeah. yeah, they did it in the freezer. <laughs> but they're also, I think they were just smoking a joint out by the dumpster. Yeah. I got one more uh, show. <laughs> Me and Jamie's been watching uh, The Watcher okay. on Netflix. It's supposed to be based on a, off a true story, but I've read some notes about it. And uh, it sounds like pretty much this whole show is made up. Except the premise, right? So there was a family who moved into a house who started receiving a letters about the house, like telling them like their kids are going to die or something <laughs> if they stay there or whatever. But uh, so apparently they never even moved into the house and the whole show they're in this fucking house. So none of this shit even fucking they received letters after they bought the house. So they never even moved into the fucking house. But the whole show is them in this fucking house. So even though they were never in. Yeah. So so the whole show is basically made up, but it's based on based on true events is what they fucking dub it. So you think it's garbage or what? (laughs) So it's not a bad show. Uh, it was, it keeps getting funnier to me and I really like how much funnier it's becoming. And it kind of reminded me of that sh- other show that I recommended the to you. The last house on the left yeah. down by the river and fucking yeah. yes. by herself. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it kind of reminded me of that just because, and, and and it's not nearly like that. This is a serious show, but there's little scenes that I thought was funny. There's a guy in the show, I think his name's Jasper, if I can remember right, but I was like, that's the mailbox guy from the last guy in the house <laughs> yeah. on the left of the fucking window, across the girl from the across room. from the window. <laughs> and, Which uh, was the best fucking character of the whole show, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, and he was. So this guy's basically retarded, right? This this Jasper guy. And uh, I love that name, too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the main character goes to the, the uh, house across the street to talk to Jasper and this lady who lives there. And he knocks on the door. I think Jasper opens it up first, and he's like, hey, Jasper. And Jasper doesn't like him because Jasper's kicked him out of his house for sneaking in and getting into his dumbwaiter. But he's trying to find something out, and Jasper might be able to help him out. So he's like, hey, Jasper. And then like the lady comes to the door, and she's like, get away from him. Like, you you don't need to talk to him, you know? And Jasper goes in the back, and he starts, like, sweeping. But, like, the guy can still see Jasper. And uh, she's like, get away from our house. And, and he's like, Jasper. He's like, hey, buddy. You know, he's like, he's like, are there any secret tunnels that you play in around here? Maybe go to my house, you know, maybe that's how you're getting into my house and getting into that stupid dumbwaiter thing you like so much. What are you saying? What are you trying to say? A dumbwaiter? Dumbwaiter, yeah. What the fuck is that? It's a, you, do you know what a dumbwaiter is? No. Oh, okay. Well, a dumbwaiter is something that like rich people used to have if they had multiple floors in their house. Uh huh. And it was just like in the kitchen that they would put food in to send up up Uh top. So yeah, and Jasper likes to getting into the dumbwaiter. Yeah. But uh I would too if I could fit. Yeah. And but anyways, uh somebody coughs in the house. Somebody coughs and it's not and the guy's looking in, you know, somebody a guy coughs in there. And he's like, oh, no, he sneezes. And he goes, who the fuck just sneezed? And the lady was like, it was Jasper. He's like, I can fucking see Jasper. Who's in there? (laughs) Dude, I thought it was fucking hilarious. Speaking of houses, I haven't mentioned it, but if you guys listen to the beginning podcast, we recorded in a house. We went uh, we went live and around the world, and we did like three episodes in a house. And it finally sold... So, oh, for real? Yeah. I really nice. like that place, man. It was a nice, yeah. yeah. So, like, I would have loved to have bought it four years ago. Somebody bought the Stroker trailer because mm. we worked was on it that a trailer? thing. It, it was, was a trailer, trailer but it had an add on. It added a top floor. I, they, I don't know. The it was the barn. Had a second floor, it was like yes. a barn. Oh, okay. yeah. And the top was unfinished, but it could be finished yeah, into absolutely. something. It was ready to like put up drywall and insulation oh and shit. yeah yeah i didn't even electrical really, all that shit yeah. i think it might have had an outlet up there maybe probably might be tripping but i think there was one outlet at least yeah but um i like that that electrical was shysty we had to do a lot of work <laughs> on it <laughs> and uh good thing we know somebody huh Hi. Yeah. Yeah. well we did it you we did it too. Yeah. we did some ah. I got Jaime to do the uh, electrical in the shop, and then he figured out that one fucking blocked-off yeah. panel had a bad neutral ground or some okay, shit yeah. is what the, why the electric wouldn't work in the fucking other room. But whatever. It, so, it sold, so that's cool. And then the other thing that I haven't, I've been forgetting to mention for weeks, it happened again. I got pulled over oh, a fourth, a fourth time. I knew it. A fourth See, time. I was right. I was right. You might as well just get an application so, and be a fucking cop. This, it was a state 
trooper this time. I'm pulling myself over. <laughs> I was on Meander, and I was pulling out of the neighborhood, and- uh, That's not a nice road to be speeding on, mister. I wasn't even going that fast. You saved that, on that road. You saved that this shit was the for most, the highway. This was the most dickish cop yet. I will say that, and as and the story goes on- And for a good reason. The story goes on, you'll come to realize why. And I think the day before this, I think- the day before this, I was being tailed by a state trooper, right? And I fucking hate it. I hate being followed by the cops. I wish Caleb would tail this fucking episode, piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I had to get my two t- cents in, fucker. Did you guys talk shit about me when I went and made my water? What are you talking about, man? Yeah, okay. Please, continue your story. So, Gulp. the day before a state trooper uh, SUV was following me... And I mean, I guess I didn't really get away from him, but I did turn into a business and uh, shut the car down and pretty much said, threw if the you, keys out the window. I said, if you want me, you're going to have to come in here, big boy, you know, yeah. and I don't know if you want to just, I don't know if you want to do that. So tactical move, huh? I'm, yeah. And I'm see, I'm, I'm thinking that it might've been the same guy and he fucking saw me again was like that little piece of shit there he is yeah he yeah. got away from me yesterday but not today right or he's seen you like on route while he was doing his run and you were like on the side with another cop and he's like oh yeah okay so anyway <laughs> like yeah doubtful wind. <laughs> anyway uh i turn out of my the neighborhood the neighborhood that i'm in and uh you know the neighborhood Fuck you caleb you know the neighborhood after uh where Caleb's in-laws live, yeah. the little yeah. with all the duplexes, it was right there, and he ended up seeing me right there. There's a tree line and a big field, but it wasn't that far down the road, is what I'm getting at. It was like a half mile, maybe. And uh, I had just pulled out. My car wasn't even warmed up and shit. I wasn't going that fast. And this guy, he's passing me. He's not behind me or anything like that or waiting to turn. He's passing me, driving down the same road I'm driving. And I was probably going about 40, would be my guess. Um, And as he's... In a what, 25? In a 35. Okay. I was probably going maybe like 42, 43. Okay. And uh, he, before he even passes me, he rolls down his window points directly at me and then bangs his lights dude yeah and i'm like are you fucking kidding me right now like (laughs) yeah he's super thorough am i really getting pulled over so i fucking slow down and pull over and he whoop whoops up behind me like a juggalo do and he walks up to the vehicle (laughs) and he's a older cop it's the first you know older uh trooper or sheriff or city cop that i've been pulled over by in the last i don't know five months and uh he said you know i pulled you no he said i pulled you over today for your excessive speed yeah and i said how fast was i going like 40 and he said sir you were going well over 40 (laughs) he said well over 40 you better wash your speed limit next time he made damn sure not to tell me how fast i was going well, you should get that in your receipt. I should have asked him. Well, at this point, I shouldn't have asked him anything because whatever I did got me out of it. Because your boy didn't get a ticket. He, he Damn, gets a receipt. It just says, Once again. It just says well shit. over speed limit. No. <laughs> yeah. This time I did get a piece of paper that I had to sign a, a written warning. Yeah. I've gotten so This one was of my those. first written warning. But 
I'm I'm four and zero, baby. They they haven't got me yet, but I think that that was the last straw. Yeah. I think if they get me again within the next two months, it's I've had it. You know, you have I a gambled problem, my Austin. way you up to yeah, but you know. When you pay off the police, I guess. Shit. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, he he, re- he was mad, and he told me I had to watch my speed. And uh, But like I said, dude, I think it might have been the bitter bug from the day before. I'm honest. Well, how are you so sure that he got you got away from him or something? I don't know. Cause Why he isn't sketch- my reality just as equally the way he The way he pulled out and started following me made me feel like he was following me. Oh, I didn't know that part of Yeah, it. that's why I said he, he, I, the cops follow me. So I'm like, this fucking guy's following me. And I didn't want him to follow me all the way home because I knew he was cruising down 144. So I pulled into O'Reilly's. You know, it's just a piece of shit old car, dude. I need parts. Yeah. Speaking of which, I won't be here next week, guys. Right. What are you doing? I'm tearing apart my car, man. That's That's it? Yeah, I'm putting a new engine in it. It's got to be Friday? Yes, it does, because right. I have to have it done by Monday to drive to work. You mean to tell me you can't pull out, put a motor back in in an afternoon? Hey, maybe he's, no, not, a, well, maybe he's not a car guy. It doesn't just start at, <laughs> I'm it, it doesn't just so. start at that, bro. I'm not just doing a motor swap. I got to take shit off of my motor. I got to do the timing. Uh, I'm I'm taking apart the I'm taking apart the rear end. Well, you didn't even let me finish the the whole rear subframe's coming off because I have to straighten it out because when I first got the car, I slid it into a ditch. See, yeah, it's it's been fucked up since then. So I gotta assess that. We're fixing the exhaust. We're doing all types of shit. You you can tell who the woman of the podcast is. So pieces. I mean. An afternoon and a half, yeah, is what we're looking yeah. at here. Yeah, it'll take probably. I bet you it'll take uh, faster than it took Caleb to finish his truck. Yeah, um, yeah, totally, man. Hold you! You didn't even let me finish. Hold you on! Did, you never started. Let me. You never let had me, a chance. Let me get in a couple of words. You need a Snickers over here, bro. No You're shit. probably right. But dude, yeah, no. dude is hangry. Well, I'm just yeah. saying, if if you've never done it, then you know you don't know how. Which what is it, what exactly my point. Or you're like, you can't do it in the afternoon. Well, I have no. done a motor swap. Unfortunately, though. who the fuck can? That is unfortunately, point. and even with two guys. But what we are gonna do, what I will do, and what we planned on doing is we want to see because me and Vince have done this before. We've tore motors out of Preludes. God, how long did it take y'all? That's what we're gonna find <laughs> out, bro. That's what we're gonna find out. That is exactly what we're gonna find out. We're gonna record it and see how long it'll take us to get the engine and trans out. And my, do you guys want to take some guesstimates? Uh, just the after, engine pulled out after, is all we're doing. Uh, oh, the pull, just getting the pull getting, out, like starting at where everything sucked up before and the pulling it. I, out. I've pulled an engine before. The my my problem is the engine I pulled was a very old engine and it didn't have a lot of components. Well, this is going to be an engine and trans. It's all coming out. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, just the morning. Yeah, just the morning because you got the afternoon well, and a well, half. I want to say it like this: when we get set up to do this, we're gonna have basically all the tools we know we're gonna need. Three hours, and we're gonna have it the tools ready to go. And so you're saying it'll probably take three hours. I'm gonna say three hours. I'm really thinking it'll be quicker than that. I but well, I think it should be I'm unless guessing- we don't get hit on any <clears throat> hangups because that shit happens. You fucking get. Stuck sometimes. I'm guessing high because the only time I've ever done this, I'm pretty sure it only took us like maybe an hour and a half. Right. But again, it was an older vehicle. 
and not a lot like, of components. Yeah, and that engine bay is spacious. I'm gonna say it'll probably. I'm we're gonna try. I'm gonna try to get it done in like 45 minutes. I'm getting okay. 30 minutes if we're lucky would be cool. Yeah, but like we want to hit the record button and then like literally go balls to the wall. Like this take two people. Fuck, oh, two people. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna say two hours. Okay. I'm gonna undermine. Undercut you. me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then you also you also two had hours Austin's, and fifty nine minutes. You also had Austin's feedback too <laughs> yeah. that he's he's that he's going to push for forty five minutes. This is true. Yeah, <laughs> and what so what my honest guess would have been would be would have been more like uh, yeah, having not known that, I would have said five five hours. Yeah, because I have been around a lot of fair enough amount of work i don't know if i've we've ever pulled them how long does it take to change your oil five hours (laughs) (laughs) i'm not i take my time most of the time just because i want to get as much oil as i can out and you know make sure but uh because i can kind of try to expect everything to i'm under there like because i can do an oil change in like half an hour yeah right i can do an oil change in a half an hour and make a mess majority i don't i don't think i'm that messy i'm messy yeah, it can be done in. I don't think I'm that messy, and it can most certainly be done in thirty minutes. Right. So, so compare that to now he's pulling an engine, right, right, and a transmission. So, but the oil is gonna stay in that shit, bitch, for a minute. <laughs> I ain't doing nothing with that. So, as like a friend, let's just say, like from my experience, I've never personally done the work, but I've seen a lot done. I would say that, uh, like, I've been right there, like, hand me that wrench. Yeah, you've been you know? the flashlight guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. You're that little bastard hey, who never dude. gets anything right. I've done it. Every estimated <laughs> time flashlight. was, like, practically doubled. Like, pretty much yeah, doubled. Yeah, dude. Like, hey, this is what we're, we're, we can get it done in this way. That's double. the thing that yeah. sucks about working on shit. It's like, there's almost always some sort of stupid fucking yes, hang up absolutely and then you're like well we didn't expect this and we don't have the part and then you call the parts place and they're like and then, well we can get it but it won't or be something strips yeah. or something strips so for the last yep. fucking months and months i've been stacking up parts dude yeah. i have a parts pile and it, uh, it's in the shape of a new car i can almost guarantee <laughs> i can almost guarantee there's gonna be something in that fucking pile that i don't have that i'm gonna end up needing I think I thought of it all. I'm like, ah, no worries. We have everything. There's going to be something fucking missing, dude. I should have laughed at that out loud. You didn't LOL me, bro. I didn't, but I should have because now it's just going to sound like you were laughing at your own joke. I don't mind, man. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it works out. I'm putting a new engine in the car. I'm rooting for you, man. I'm just fucking with you. I know the the full confidence. You've done this before. Mm Mm-hmm. Twice. Um, got it. I did it twice because the first time I did it wrong. So what we that's got? What, that's called learning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it helps when you're sticking to the same yeah. kind of profile. That's what I was getting to. So you know, the first time I ever tore apart my car, I did build the rebuild the engine. So like that took time, but I had never done anything like that before. Yeah. And uh, it took like over a year. <laughs> like my car was down for over a year, but I was doing other stuff to it too. I wasn't just doing the end of stuff. Do you have a sp- I'd be like waiting for parts and I'd be like, oh, so I can straighten out this trunk now or I can paint this bumper. I like did shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I did the whole front end suspension too. All the ball joints got done, the sway bar links, the tie rod ends, all that shit was new. All of it. Yeah. Bushings. I did control arm bushings because the car was old and you can't buy the whole control arms. 
So I did a bunch of shit to the front end. And um and did that and then I did the engine build wrong that time. <laughs> the yeah. uh full car lift will be nice, right? We don't have that. Oh, either. you don't have one No, of it's going to be on jack stands. But they are if you've ever yeah, got I've to work. I've never Well, I've gotten to work on vehicles on a lift before, but not yeah. like, never my own. That was really cool when I was a broom pusher. Well, I guess when out. I first started working on cars, my buddy did a clutch. <clears throat> Shout out to uh, Smoky Hills Custom Restoration off Old Grammy Road like 12 years ago. Bill Hart, go fuck your mother. So, Bill, you owe me almost a grand, bro. I want my money. Damn. But no, we're not going to have anything fancy like that. And that's okay, though. Um, it's just... But yeah, I put the piston the rings wrong and wrong the first time I ever built the car, but I had, like, really no help, and I didn't know what I was doing, so I put the piston rings, there's gaps, and I just lined them up, and so all the fuel that was shooting into the combustion chamber, some of it was going through and then getting into the oil. So I started the car, and it ran. I was like, yeah, I ain't all pumped. And uh, then I drained the oil because it was the first startup on new bearings. And, <laughs> and I smell as soon as I, like, started letting the oil come out, I smelled the Gas. fuel. I was yeah. like... That smells an awful lot like raw fuel, and the car was still running and whatnot, but I just knew, like I knew I had done something on the inside wrong, because I, like I said, I didn't have help. I just threw it together. And that's taking apart the whole thing. You get down the whole to the pistons. Yeah, you got to yeah. redo it all now. And I almost sold the car then, yeah. because I was so pissed. Like, yeah. I just did all this work, and I'm going to have to do it again now. If so, I what the was the difference? What did you fix? Or, I'm sorry, did you sell the car? No, What'd my buddy do? Vincent, the guy that I still do the Prelude stuff with, convinced me to keep it. And uh, Oh, is that that white one up there? No, it's the one that's in the driveway right now. Oh, okay. So Yeah, continue. it's that car. Uh, but... He convinced me to keep it, and he said, look, dude, I, we'll tear apart the engine, see what's on the inside, because we didn't know what what was wrong, really. I'm like, let's see what happened, you know, tear it, see what we can see, you know, and I was like, I really don't want to do that. I just want to sell the car, and he's like, dude, I'll help you do it. Let's just fucking do it. I won't even charge you nothing. I ended up giving him some cams for it, but we both got ripped off in that deal. I thought they were aftermarket, and they weren't, but whatever. He bought my new rod bearings and new piston rings and we rebuilt that engine inside of my fucking kitchen we tore the the kitchen that we played cards against humanity in the other night yeah we tore the engine out in my carport and fucking took it to the kitchen tore it out and saw that the piston rings were lined up we were like there's our problem we're not lined up they were lined up because that's what was letting the fuel shoot through you got to cock them in different directions oh you see what i'm saying i did not know that well i didn't either but now i do <laughs> Interesting. No, you just assume something should line up. I wanted it to look pretty. Yeah. I, I knew no one would ever see it, but I'm like, oh, let's put it in there. <laughs> and they weren't perfectly lined up, but I, you, you could it tell that that's what up, I did. It was yeah. lined up enough. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So we put new rings in, put new bearings in, slapped it all together, put it back in my carport, and that was 20,000 miles ago. Yeah. So it makes me think, like, with all this time that I've had on my hands, if I had more drive <laughs> so and had the confidence could have learned to, some things well i could have like pulled the fucking motor out of my truck yeah and, for sure and slapped a new one in because <clears throat> or rebuilt it that's what i'm sorry that's what i wanted to say you he's could like, do that too he's like so it's just a piston like i blew a piston you just put one little new piston in there he's like well <laughs> yeah but the amount of money it's going to cost for us to get to that one little piston is literally like hundreds only hundreds of dollars away from a brand new motor or, you know what I mean? Yeah. With work and the cost of 
or whatever. Yeah, labor know? and all. Everyone, yeah. And I was told that from multiple shops. Like, dude, just get a new motor. So, um, but it's like, no, unless you can do the work yourself. Yeah. And that's really awesome, you know? So, yeah. I really, I was like, so this $5 part or whatever the fuck, you know, a single piston. But I want to get back to the that. reason I'm taking a 20,000 mile motor out of my car. Okay. I'm putting it in. Well, the reason I'm taking it out is because I'm putting it into something else. Oh, okay. I'm putting it into my 96 Honda Civic hatchback, baby. So, what's going to happen in the Prelude? It's just going to be hard. The Prelude's getting an F20B. Okay. It's, I already have the motor for the Prelude. I went over there last week and started prepping it. We did a balance shaft elite kit, and we took out the main caps, and the bearings look like they've never been driven on. The motor has probably like 50,000 miles on it. Yeah, roger that, Houston. But it just looks beautiful. We took it apart, and it looked beautiful. So nice. we did that. I kind of appreciate the love you have for doing all this. I just don't understand it. Well, right. mechanics, personally, for me, I don't have great patience as it is that's a bit of a kryptonite for me and mechanic work is like rides that fucking red line of patience dude oh man trust me so like oh that looks easy enough four bolts you know that should be all of it oh what's this weird ass extra little bolt that you can't fucking get to in any way and I you talk know. the most shit to myself when I'm working on cars. I'm, like, speaking. Like, I fucking hate this piece of fucking shit car. Oh, my God. Dude. Yeah. Like, and, like, I'm talking. Yeah. Like, I, it's like I, I'm driving myself crazy sometimes, like, when I'm in a position and I, like, can't get this stupid hose clamp or just something fucking stupid. I'm like, just be easy. Just go yeah. on. But no, it's in this stupid little spot. You know what I, I mean? I completely agree. Like, yeah. that will bring it out in me. Mm-hmm. And I just don't need that on the old yeah. clog ticker. But it... it it's almost worth it when you get it all done and it's like you can cruise it down the road. It's like, yeah, I did that. Yeah. This all th- th- thing was yeah, it's definitely, it's pretty awesome to do that. Do you have a motor in the hatchback right now? I sold the that motor was my, out of the hatchback. That was my next question. I sold the motor and the transmission out of my hatch for $2,000 and I only paid 3900 for the car. And so I, I nice. made money yeah, on it nice. because I only spent 800 for the motor in, that's going in the Prelude. And then I probably spent another 400 in parts. But that's still saving. I still made money. Yeah. And uh, once I put that uh, Prelude engine in the Civic, I'm going to have to spend more money to uh, get it running. I need an ECM and I need uh, like, you know. All types of shit. The hard parts. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm using the alternator and the starter and all that shit from the Prelude. Yeah, the T3 I'm putting it in on the Prelude. I can't use the parts on that engine. I have to use them <laughs> for my new car. I didn't even hear what you said. <laughs> he's he's talking car stuff. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just car stuff, man. Cars, bars. Just yeah, talking yeah. Cars, take cars and Are you uh, going to talk about that? You voting today or yesterday oh, or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah. I voted, you know, for... Uh, Barbara, <laughs> Barb, did she? Uh, Barbara Townsend. Barb, she said, "Hey, Bar, hey, wait, let me show you how to party, and we'll take you party. out on the. Me and Barb will take you out on the party barge. The barge with so, the barbs. So let me just. You say, want a barge? <laughs> I'm very thankful. Something I've never experienced. I've voted a lot. I've voted really? a lot since I've really. Been, you I, do not hit me like a voting guy. I vote. I have voted every presidential election since I was 18. Luckily, that year was a pre- Obama's first year in office. He votes so hard. I've only voted once, and that was that year. <laughs> he's just, he's in the booth like, oh, vote me. Vote me harder. <laughs> what What's on that guy's screen over there? <laughs> so I want that guy's screen. What's he got? <laughs> we can't exchange ballots. <laughs> Eyes on your own. 
um, voting so hard right now. <laughs> dude, they are they are very strict and eyes on you. Like they act all casual and cool, but if you slip up or wrong etiquette, they're fucking on you, bro. Like I pulled. Why do you phone, vote so I much? I pulled my phone out one time, and they're just like, Aah! from across the room. I was like, Jesus. Have you? Uh, so ha- has your vote counted yet? And I, <laughs> I would like to think so. The same people getting reelected. So so yes, these are local votes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they are. But yeah, I have voted every presidential. Well, I got the only reason I asked. My mom's best friend in Texas is the pres- El Presidente of the Hood County Republican Club. Did you say that you so did your presidential vote as well? Is that what you said? Oh, you might have to edit that last part out, actually. <laughs> Do what? Did you say that you voted for the president as well? Yes. Is that what you correct. said? I okay. voted all presidential elections. I did get asked 18. if I... No, no, no. I was talking about this all of them. election. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So you, you have voted for the up-and-coming president. Oh, oh, oh. That's what I asked. Oh, for... No, no. I haven't voted yeah. yet. For In like 2020. 2024? Yes. For 2024? Yes. No, I haven't Which, done uh, for that. Because uh, a guy at work today asked me if I had, had voted, and I'm like... Those are dumb. I don't do those votes where they're just like, let's see where we're at. It doesn't, right. it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You know, it's not worth my time. I go in when it's But like, so your votes have counted. I would like to think so. And let me tell you all something. Out of all my times voting, I was very lucky this time that I got to see something that I'd never seen before. Every so, time. There is a... Um, there's a new system, and it does. It, I say it's new. I don't remember seeing it any of the other times, but you get your print-off sheet. You get the sheet, and you put it in your computer. Have last you time, ever voted? La- last Austin? time, I can guarantee you. No. I right. can guarantee you that the last time I voted, there was no sheet of paper. It was a different system. It was all automatic. I voted with a sheet of paper. Okay. This last time it wasn't, and this time it was. So this was new for me, and you put in your sheet of paper in the computer and the computer sucks it in like a dollar bill and then it physically prints off everything you had typed in on the computer and then you take that print off and you go to another line and then you put that your piece of paper that's printed off into this other machine and it fucking digitally so reads it counted in. your vote twice so we're already <laughs> cheating baby so, so then after it's gobbled up your printed off copy mm. that you've gotten it drops right out into this portable safe, and it's like, man, that thing doesn't look sturdy at all. It's made of fucking plastic with a million hinges on it. You know, <laughs> it's like a collect connector set kind of thing. But. So you went to pick it up, and so, then they attack. So you. right when I got in line, that they, they stop everything, and they go, and that they open the safe, and I was right there, man, and she was like in her mid 30s and it was fantastic she opens the safe and i'm not looking at the safe anymore but they pull this bag this cooler out they pull this cooler out that's made of the same material as the water foam the water (laughs) yeah what's cheaper and easily accessible than plastic yeah it's just styrofoam she just punches through the safe (laughs) but she pulls out this bag that's like made of the same material as the waterproof cooler bags you know what i mean like that's what it looked like but it was square literally almost the perfect dimensions of said plastic safe so it's like this special made bag just for that safe and she pulls out all these papers that drop down into it and she zips it up 
and they mark it, they check it, like, boom, done, it's locked in, number whatever, and they take it off and ship it, ship it off with their others. Right. So, <clears throat> I was like, hey, Barb, what's the capacity on one of those bad boys? <laughs> hey, Barb. And, and she whipped around real quick because she was still squatting down, and it was like 2,000. Really serious, 2,000. Like, oh, all right. She asked you if you want to get into, like, the the club. I wanted to get into some club, buddy. No, no, that was it. I realized she was no fun She's to like, talk to. like, you want to join the campaign? This is serious. Well, that's why I'm asking. I'm trying to learn, bitch. Oh Who'd you God. vote for? <laughs> Don't say that. It's bad etiquette. They'll throw you out there. They'll cut you off. But, uh, but you voted for Barb. <laughs> no, I didn't. I just saw the sign, and I just was like, I got to get a picture of this. I was a... Uh... I'm glad you said that because when you had sent the sign picture and you're like, I voted for Barb, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this motherfucker saw a sign in a goddamn grass fucking field and was like, that's who I'm voting for because I saw her name was Barb. So now <laughs> she's probably going to take me out and we're going to party with Barb on a party barge. And I am the face of good citizenship. You want voting for your candidates. My name's Barbara which, and I'm here to have a good time. Which is Between funny. Between my logic, that person should run the country. Because even though I'm hating on that strategy, uh huh, I have no other strategy to go off of. <laughs> I don't pay attention to anything. I was like, I saw this sign, so fuck it. Yeah, I, that's who I'm voting she's for. I really yeah. like that team. She's out there hard on the streets, <laughs> yeah. putting her signs out right, everywhere. She dude. deserves to be voted That's like for. us us normies. That's how we vote, dude. Like- we just see a name somewhere, and we're like, yeah, I, like- I recognize this fucking name. I like that team's mascot. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, rooting like, for them. Got a great uniform, shoulder pads. Yeah. Well, I guess elephants are better than donkeys. I'm going to vote for them. But uh, yes. that's that's the two animals. No yeah. One, no one wants to be an ass. <laughs> Just for you non-voters out there. Well, I've never voted. My dad would probably be appalled. He's probably, I, he, I, he always does. I, I want everyone to go to out there and Every vote. Every vote counts. And I'm no, just like, huh? That was the same thing with our grandparents. They always were mad, like, you need to vote. It's your God-given right. And I'm like, it's my God-given right not to vote. I'm not going to tell anyone who... I thought it was a government-given oh, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's your prerogative, man. Well, I, I'm really on the side that I don't think it matters if you vote or not. Well, that's fine. And I'm going to say that I'm not telling anyone who to vote for, but um, you might... I'm just going to give a little hint. <laughs> so That's, that's an elephant. <laughs> Yeah, that's my donkey. Go vote, Demo- <laughs> go Democrats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew it was a, a Democrat by how fucking loud and obnoxious it was. Yeah. Um, where are we at in time? Yeah, we'll click something, dude. We'll An click, hour and twenty-five minutes. Okay, I uh, I do have a question for you, sir. What you brought up a skit? Did you come prepared? <gasps> I came prepared for his fucking skit tonight. I did, tonight. too. Yeah. I did, too. 
I don't. I was right. I, don't <laughs> I wanted to. All. No one reminded me. I actually skit. remember exactly in this conversation when I wanted to bring it up, and okay. I couldn't. I couldn't get because we in. got on. We got onto a little subject that reminded me as well. Yeah. But I was. I've been prepared this whole time. Look at him clicking away, trying yeah. to find some <laughs> shit. Shit! It's I don't getting deleted. I don't, I don't know the skit, dude. <laughs> what I'm do sorry. you mean? I forgot. I don't know what. Maybe you called it a sketch. I don't yeah, remember what you called. I think it. you said skit, and I was like, "That's not the." It's thing. not, but I think I can't remember what you called it. Guys, I, break I the news either. to me. I'm you insisted, and you were, and you told us, "Fuck you guys! You I will like, do this myself." Yeah, you did. Just like that. I still remember. You son of a bitch! <laughs> Was I drunk? I, I don't think so. You losing brain cells with all Obviously that weight? Sleep apnea. <laughs> it's all brain weight. I really. <laughs> I guess I cared about it so much then, and now I don't give a fuck, dude. It's all that brain. All that, you've lost I, 50 so pounds starting, of your fucking it's brain. Starting, my head got way smaller, dude. Yeah, Body's the same. It's the fucking, it's the, it's the Beatles. So it's, oh, damn it. Oh, you all beat me too. Ah, what number are you? Oh, You're the Beetlejuice guy. At the end of the- my head's always been small, though. Holy shit! Anyway. So are you gonna you gonna tell ask him? Are you gonna ask him what he's got? So yeah, man. Uh, what have you brought to the table for us tonight? Yeah. Are, are you guys talking about a new music? Yes, bit? the wreck. So I did, I, I was thought, I was so I try something I'm, I'm gonna new, be really honest. Cool. I was so depressed about you guys not even being close to being on board about it. I've completely blocked it out of my fucking mind. <laughs> you but, went home and cried. But and if sold. you want to get really technical, I sent Caleb a song. I haven't listened to it yet. Caleb hasn't listened to it yet. So the new song recommendation, if you want, you can tell a little bit about the artist or whatever if you know anything about him, is a song called do better by absol absol was signed in 2007 to tde top dog entertainment that's kendrick lamar schoolboy q and the boys thought you're doing car terms there <laughs> anyway it could be that's so tr absol he's coming out with a new album <laughs> niner he, he's coming out with a new album very soon uh he's been working on it and actually he's waiting on our a, a, a verse from our boy yay i think i don't know yay yay Speaking of yay, I think I heard I heard politics. he had it finished, and he's just waiting on yay to come through with a verse. Politics and yay, love yay. Is is that Ying Yay? That's Kanye West. Oh, Jesus. Okay. okay. Yay, so, Kanye. Hey, I ran into that rapper friend of yours. Oh, David. Yeah, well, yeah. Massachi. He doesn't know that I saw him. It's but okay. Guess where I ran into him at? Where? The fucking buffet. Oh, of course. Asian buffet. <laughs> yeah, the Chinese yeah. buffet, obviously. Right. So, wow. And the loser was sitting there by himself. Yeah. So was I, though. I was just like, <laughs> right. You should have went down and just sat next to him like, so you ready to get on the podcast? Any Monday, really. No, it'd probably work out. I'd yeah. have been way more creepy. So, like, so what are we having? But yeah, Absol, he hasn't came out with any new music for a couple years, and he's dropped a couple songs recently. One of them's called Moon Shooter, and the most recent one is called Do Better. Check it out. It's good. We're going to check it out because it's going to be on the end of this podcast. Oh, that's sick. Wow. Yeah, that is my new weekly music recommendation. 
Uh, check it out. I'll just guys. save mine for later, I guess. Well, next week we <laughs> so can do So glad yours. we could remind you. Yeah, yeah thanks. <laughs> I, well, I'm, I had something loaded up, baby. Well, I so, wish I, I wish, didn't even know it. That's I wish we so, would have done so mine, and I would have recommended his. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't have said anything. You should have just done yours. People are like, what, what, what the yeah. fuck? So I found this new song. No one showed so it to I me. So I had this great idea. No one so sent so it to I, me. You probably, no, none of you know it. <laughs> you record by yourself. I have this great edition I wanted to add. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the songs still are fresh for next week. Yeah? Are they uh, going to oh, be new I mean, songs? Yeah, how new do yeah, you Yeah, and I was going to say, mine's not new at all. A couple months, I, maybe? A couple months, because I was thinking just this year would be good. I was okay. thinking 2020. Wrap it up? Yeah. Okay, this year? Okay, I'll find something for this year, okay? But I do want to give a shout out, because it's relatively close. Uh, I've, and- got, I've got one for this year, and I've got one for a couple of months down the line, because it's, ju- it's brand new. Oh. You can't be getting into twenty three, brother. In rotation, That's bro. cheating, you fucking time okay. traveler. He he asked if it was good for like a month or two. I said like two, maybe yeah. even three months. Yeah, maybe, you know? yes, it is good for the the time that he had said. So I've got two on board. If you want to throw your nineteen ninety seven version of whatever the hell you got, yeah. Well, it's two thousand three, maybe. <laughs> no, really, two thousand five. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to do yours. That's not fair. No, 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 no. no. Let me finish. I want to do just say my song, but we're not going to play it. Okay. We're not going to play it. I was going to say we can do yours. I mean, you might as well do yours right now. It's 2005, you dickhead. (laughs) So welcome back. You're on the first podcast ever. Uh, So brand spanking new. They're not together anymore, but check them out. So this one is not for everybody, but... Maybe it is, and it's got that holiday spirit to it, and I hadn't heard it in this so, so, gay, dude. so long, and it's for Halloween. Okay. And it is obviously a Juggalo banger. <laughs> <laughs> and I just have to say to all my Juggalos hey, out there, Wade, which is most of Wade, our listeners, Wade, what? do better. Do better. Do better. Show you I gotta asshole. do better. I gotta do better. I gotta... So Absol. the song is Halloween on Military Street. And I think that is a fantastic Halloween on Halloween. Military Street yeah, yeah. by who? By the one and only Insane Clown Posse. Okay. All right. All right. So yeah, that would have been better. We're close so, to listen to that la- bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, last weekend was Halloween, so anyway. And then uh and then listen to Do Better by Absol. What's some Thanksgiving bangers? There know? aren't any. <laughs> gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> uh, South Park probably has a couple. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's yeah, it. Thanksgiving's coming up. Dude, 40 episodes. What are, what are you going to do on your diet, man? Uh, uh, cheat. Yeah. <laughs> cheat. That's what I've been what are you working I've for. Been, yeah, I've been hardcore on it the past like week, so... I uh, hope so. I, I'm going to be on it a little harder until Thanksgiving rolls around. Nice. And then, uh, Thanksgiving's like the a purge for me, if you will. Yeah. How, <laughs> it's would, a how, purge. Would, how would Amanda feel if all of the weight in your body, you stopped losing and you just started losing your ass? I got to see. She acts what like if she you, wouldn't what if care. Just, she acts like she wouldn't care, but I know she would. It sucked in like Hank Hill. Yeah, because you got a fat ass. Yeah. yeah. And girls, girls, apparently they care. They act like they don't or something. Making a lot a of dudes again, don't dude. think they do, but they care about <laughs> They like butts, and now mine's not a cowboy butt. It's more like a, it's a rump. It's a plump rump. 
that yeah. you throw in the trunk. I get my trunk in there. <laughs> oh, that wasn't a good one. No, that was terrible. <laughs> I blew it already. I blew all my trunk I can blow. All right, guys. Shout outs, big and wise. B-I-G, capital N, wise. That's all I Any got. Any shout outs from you? Uh, yeah, I got uh, that Cali Extra fucking eight to eight. But Delta not, 11. Not 8, but 10. 11. <laughs> 11. 11. Yeah, but this one goes to 11. 11. Yeah, and that's Instagram, big and wise, FYI. For the hundredth time. I don't have many shout outs. Follow our socials. Uh, yep. Stroking Out Loud podcast on YouTube. Us. Stroking Out Loud on TikTok. Stroking Out Loud at gmail.com. You can email us any types of questions. Give us uh, ideas for the show. I got a recommendation. They always haunt my dreams. The green twins with your eyes. They always haunt my dreams. I gotta do better, I gotta do better, I gotta Pick up the pieces and master the puzzle upon us Put the man in the mirror in the eye and be honest Slow down time, get back in line with my chakras Reach for the galaxy, leave stardust for thus after me Enter the void, fill in the cavity Risk the reward if that's how it has to be I gotta do better, I gotta do better, I gotta do Everything in my power to try to do what gotta do Ride the tide, don't fight with the current that guided you Melt the ice round the furnace burning inside of you I gotta do better, I gotta do better, I gotta do better There's nothing they can do that I can't do better Better yet, there's nothing I can do that I can't do better Yeah, I'm better I said I'm better Gotta do better, I gotta do better, I gotta I gotta do better, I gotta do better, I gotta, gotta do better, I gotta do better, I gotta Gotta do better, I gotta do better, I gotta, gotta do better, gotta do better today Gotta do better before it's too late Shade stuck to my face, hoodie glued to my head Hiding from the same world that made me who I am Deep rest, can't even get out of bed too blessed to be so stressed. I do all this shit just to say get off my dick. Mixed emotions prohibit my focus. This what you wanted. What's wrong with you? You don't make sense. Feel like I could flip at any moment. Face is playing and it's fucking with me. Doing drugs was just a war with boredom, but it's sure to get me. Lord forgive me. Amen. Wear the crown of thorns for sport. I'm just waiting for a stone to hit me. Relationship on the rocks, my family y'all concerned My homie still on the block, getting it off the curb I'm stricken by Survivor's Guild, I'm getting it off of words Word Come on, Herb, you gotta do better I gotta do better, I gotta Gotta do better, I gotta do better I gotta, gotta do better I gotta do better, I gotta Gotta do better, I gotta do better I gotta, gotta do better Gotta do better today Gotta do better before it's too late.
Trying to whip out my Halloweener. It is bad. Big Dick Rider. Joking out loud live. She's a Dude. monkey fucker. Wade. Bleed it. Felon. Snatch and strip a dump. Caleb. Bullshit artist. I'm getting us canceled. I'm so retarded. I'm so much out. Christmas. I've got to take a shit. Bullshit artist. Satterfield. I was the black sheep. Well, see you later.